Hello there, welcome to episode 36 of Nevermind the Bullens, your bite-sized Everton podcast and vodcast. My name's Mike Peters. Uh, po- uh, episode's coming thick and fast at the minute. Obviously, we've got a real uh, sort of concertina uh, run of games, a big two weeks, which I mentioned in uh, episode 35. Uh, this one, obviously, about the Leicester game, which took place uh, last night as I record this. Uh, 1-1 draw, of course. And, you know, I think the whole thing has to be put in context. I think if at the start of the season we've been offered four points, against Leicester in the fixtures home and away, I think we'd have probably taken that. I think you would take that uh, against most clubs and say, well, if you win one of the fixtures and draw the other one, that's pretty good. You're not losing games, are you? So, um, you know, on the balance of the game, it wasn't quite the um, free-flowing football spectacle that I was expecting. Um, but that was partly because of the tactics uh, that, uh, that Everton employed, very similar to the way that we played against them at the King Power uh, back just before Christmas. Obviously, you know, we had to sort of adapt because uh, no Allen, no Abdullah Decore, you know, two key cogs in the in the wheel. Uh, Abdullah Decore being suspended, of course, so he'll be back for Saturday against Newcastle. Uh, but we just really allowed Leicester to have the ball. You know the way they want to play. That's a typical kind of Brendan Rodgers way. So we just backed off, let them have the ball, huge amounts of possession, as we, and as we know from the uh, from the Roberto Martinez era it's not so much what amount of possession you have it's what you do with it um defended really solidly played that low block defended very deep uh Michael Keane again making a number of excellent blocks Yeri Mina very good and Big Ben Godfrey well he's just getting better and better I mean you know I don't think it's overstating to say that we've, we could well have got, got ourselves a bargain there, you know, just over 20 million, which in today's uh, market is actually not that much. That's sort of, you know, a very average kind of price for a footballer in this day and age, which says how much money's in the game, but nonetheless. Uh, and he was terrific at left back with Luca Dean playing further on. And it was, it was a slightly different setup in terms of Richarlison off the right, uh, James playing as that sort of uh, deep line player, playing as a number 10, really, and uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin uh, up, up on his own. We did have big chances to win the game uh, Richarlison and Dominic Calvert-Lewin uh, late on had a chance with three big chances Andre Gomez right in the last seconds there and just miscontrolled the ball but I think you know I think if we'd have won the game we'd have said I think we'd have all been saying and um, that you know, we'd, we've we got away with one there because Leicester were were very good. They're a very good team. Uh, great to see Hamas uh, scoring another goal and first one uh, outside the box with his right foot uh, in his uh, many years playing in, uh, in European football. Um, I want to mention Andre Gomez. I've talked about him a bit. I mentioned him there in reference to the chance right at the end. Uh, I thought his, his energy and his industry was was extremely good last night, but we were a bit overrun in, in midfield. Um, he and Tom Davis were, were, were struggling a little bit, and we do desperately miss uh, either one of Abdullah Decore and, and Alan. And with they're both not there, we're, we're really up against it. Uh, I think he did well occasionally. Times that you know they they were so quick on the press uh, that he just was was losing the ball. But I think. I think his energy levels are much, much better. They've improved dramatically in the last few weeks because, you know, I think prior to Christmas, he was he was really blowing at points in games. He was really struggling after an hour, whereas last night he really went the full distance for the full 90. He was, he was chasing things down. He was making breaks. Um, so, so I'll say again, you know, we're starting to see, again, glimpses of the player that we know he can be, that we saw in that, uh, first season uh, with just uh, again, and you know, once we get Alan back, and um, obviously he's scheduled to to return for the Man United game a week on uh, Saturday, um, that by then, hopefully, that we might really start to see and you know, have another three games under his belt, and we really might see a start to motion kick on again, which would be uh, fantastic. Um, now, mentioning all the positives, we have to turn to the well, let's put it this way: less positives, and mention Jordan Pickford. Um, no question he's at fault for the goal. 
Um, it's it, it, it's so disappointing with him because that wasn't just one mistake in terms of the goal. Um, and yeah, you could say, well, it came through a crowd of bodies, which it did, but the, still the fact is those bodies were 15 yards from the goal. He had enough time to get down. It was close enough to him. He should have had a stronger wrist and got it away. Um, but in reality, it should never have even got to that stage because he, he unnecessarily completely lost his bearings and pushed the ball out for a corner when it was sailing out anyway. Then he flapped at the corner in the in initially, and then when he came back, he's made a complete dog's dinner of the shot. And I do wonder with him, there was a, a, a large article with him uh, I read a couple of months ago. I think it was in the programme, actually. Um, I can't remember which game, but uh, I'm talking about uh, how he's using sports psychologists and all the rest of it to kind of help him. Um, and it, that's what it seems to be with him. It's not a lack of ability. We know how good he can be, but it's 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 up top. It's, it's a mental thing. And we just have to wonder how long can you keep doing this before the penny starts to drop with him it seems to be a concentration thing now last night and he sort of gets himself worked up into a bit of a, a bit of a frenzy the analysis on bt sport i can't believe i'm saying this was very very good rachel brown finish of course very experienced goalkeeper uh, and leon osman you know did talk about his concentration and and his you know he's almost like he's, he's scrambled his mind's a bit addled and he's just making it therefore his decision making is affected by his concentration or his sort of uh, needs to kind of prove himself. Um, and by that constant need to prove himself, all it does is sow doubt because he can then makes mistakes. Um, you know, it, it was, and I just wonder how long, you know, he's been in a good run for another couple of months, but of course the moment he made that mistake, Robbie Savage um, you know, and when he was on, I was like, right, hang on, is that better or worse than Steve McManaman? But I suppose that's the choice about being whether you're buried alive or boiled alive. You know, it's the lesser of two evils. You're still going to die, and it's still going to be incredibly painful. But you know, which one's which? But he did say, oh, it's another mistake from Jordan Pickford, and I thought that's a tad harsh because he has been extremely good for the last couple of months um, since really coming back into the team after the Newcastle game uh, after, and all the maelstrom of the, the derby, etc. Um, but, you know, I wonder how, how many times can he keep making these mistakes before Robin Olsen is given an extended run in the team? We shall see. You know, Carlo was classically a gentleman after the game and we wouldn't criticise him when he was interviewed in the, the pouring rain in uh, Goodison um, by, by Matt Smith. Um Loved his chummy interview with Brendan Rodgers, by the way. I mean, I, I've, I've dug BT Sport out a number of times on this because I just think their, their coverage is exceptionally poor. For a huge broadcast channel who's, you know, is, who's raised on debt really is sport, they make a particularly bad job of it. Um, I mean, Paul Dempsey last night was, you know, going on about Tom Davis being a great servant to Everton since 2016. Since 2016. He's only 22. How is he going? It's saying that if he's 32, fair enough, but just bizarre. And his incessant need to call Andre Gomez Andre Gomesh for some inexperience. I don't understand that. It was like having Toya Wilcox commentate on the game. I couldn't quite understand it. Um, that's a reference for the kids there. Um, but yeah, look, Leon Osman doing great. It's great to see him getting so much work, um, given he and I were born in the same hospital um, a few months apart. Uh, but yeah, it's just very, very disappointing, their, their coverage. Anyway, uh, moving on from my regular bugbear with, with BT Sport. Uh, Jordan Pickford again, yeah, 
does is he left out for Saturday for Newcastle? I think probably not. I think he's going to have to be left in for that. But the time's coming where a decision is going to have to be made with with Robin Olsen um, as to whether he is um, given an extended run in the team. Uh, and his performances so far have been very good. Uh, and I think that point may well come before the end of the season. I, I really do. I think it's. I think Jordan Pickford is is one high, more high profile mistake away from right. He needs to be taken out. He needs to be given uh, a, a, a break. And Robin Olsen deserves his his chance. Um, in the context of it, it's a, a, the game a one-one draw. Good point, especially with the other results. Of course, with with Man United uh, losing astonishingly at home to Sheffield United. And look at it now. You know, we've played eighteen games. We are we've got two games in hand. And you know, the old adage of yet yeah, points in the bank are better than games in hand. And those games in hand are against Villa and against Man City, both of whom are having pretty good seasons. Obviously, City top of the league. Um, you know, but actually, if we won those two games, and it shows how mad this league is this year, is that we would be a couple of points from being off the top of the table. Astonishing stuff, really. Um, but, you know, against the other results and obviously Liverpool playing uh, Tottenham again uh, t- tonight and really a, a draw would be a fantastic result for us in that, in the context of it. You know, it's a, it's a good point. Keeps Leicester on getting away from us. We, we're staying within, you know, shouts of obviously Chelsea drawing last night as well. So it, it's all pretty pretty positive uh, on to Newcastle on Saturday obviously they've had a day's extra rest compared to us I don't think that should affect us we should have more than enough to beat them haven't won for nine games but you know woe betide us after last year being 2-0 up completely comfortable and, complete, and cocking it up in one of the most astonishing capitulations I've ever seen at Goodison in the uh, in injury time a game he was so comfortable in so we have to be wary of that uh, after last year but I, I don't think that will that will happen again and we owe them one after the defeat at uh, St James's Park back in uh, October so on to then on to Saturday um we shall record another episode Saturday afternoon with some reaction to the Newcastle game. If you want to get in touch, at nmtvpod at gmail.com or just at nmtvpod uh, on Twitter. Uh, until then, come on, you blues. Come on, you blues.